When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, people of the internet, welcome to Modern Day Debate. We are live now. Uh, apparently, <laughs> the uh, there's a delay on the YouTube. Uh, so sorry about that. Uh, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have Tom Jump debating the Muslim apologist, and we're going to be debating whether or not Muhammad's marriage to Aisha was moral. We are starting right now. Tom, it's your first word. I will start your timer. All right. All right, so the topic today was, is... Um being married to a six-year-old girl and consummating that marriage at two with a nine-year-old girl, uh, pedophile. And yes, yes, it is. It's pedophilia. So Muhammad was in fact immoral. Um, and as Surah 33 verse 21 states, Muhammad is the pattern of conduct for all Muslims. And so this is why so many Muslims around the world are for uh, child marriage because Muhammad did it. And so everyone else is allowed to do it too, which is why Islam is an immoral religion. So the heart of the issue is what are the approaches that Muslims can take to try to placate this obviously immoral statement that is in the Quran. There are three several approaches they can take. The primary three or one is to claim that uh, she was actually older. That wasn't actually nine, but this is false. Um, Aisha, they claim that Aisha was actually 16 or 17 or maybe even older and her pattern of con her conduct <clears throat> based on her pattern of conduct. Unfortunately for the proponents of that, for the claim that Aisha was older defense, this only works in an atmosphere of total ignorance of someone who's never read any of the Muslim sources related to Aisha. Um, once you start reading Islam's most trusted sources and you find the Hadith and after the Hadith, it says clearly that Aisha was nine years old when Muhammad had sex with her. And you find any of those sources <clears throat> saying she, if you try to find any of those forces saying she was 16 or 18 there are none of them there's zero zero sources in the quran ever say that um ever there are many that say she was nine so uh, based on the quran based on hadith she was nine um so if we take for example sahih al-bukhari 5158 uh narrated irwa the prophet wrote the marriage contracted with aisha while she was six years old and consummated his marriage while with her while she was nine years old and remained with her with him for nine years <clears throat> till death see also sahib bukhari 3894 3896 51 33 and 51 34 which all agree that aisha was nine years old when muhammad had sex with her um sahib muslims 33 11 uh, aisha reports that allah apostle married her when she was seven years old and she was taken to his house as a bride when she was nine and her dolls were with her when at that time uh 
Sahih Muslims 3309 and uh, 3310, which agree that Aisha was nine years old when Muhammad had sex with her. And 2116 narrated Aisha, the messenger of Allah, married me when I was narrated by Aisha when I was seven years old or six, seven or six year old. And he had intercourse with me when I was nine years old. Also see Abdu Dubai, I mean, Dahabi. 49, 15, 49, 16, 49, 17, 49, 18, which all agree that Aisha was, you guessed it, nine years old when Muhammad had sex with her. Um, in Sai 3380, it was narrated that Aisha said, the messenger of Allah married me when I was six, consummated that marriage with me when I was nine and used to play with, and I used to play with dolls. See also Sunnah Udesi 3257, 3258, 3259, 3260, and 3381, which all agree that Aisha was once again nine years old when Muhammad had sex with her. Um, now we can continue going through the Sunnah Ibi Majah, the history of Atari and so on, which all agree that Aisha was nine years old when Muhammad had sex with her. But instead of continuing on with more sources that Aisha was nine years old, why don't we just find the sources that say she was 16 or 18? Because there aren't any, there there are zero of them. None of them, none of them say that. Um, so to quote from Ibn Katir, one of the most respected Islamic scholars of all time, in his four-volume biography, Muhammad Ibn Katir quotes uh, Irwa Ibn al-Zubar, Aisha's nephew, who says that Aisha was nine years old when Muhammad consummated his marriage, and with her, after quoting Irwa on the age of Aisha's. Uh, Ibn Kathir says, this statement has contracted marriage with Aisha when she was six, thereafter consummated it with her when she was nine, is not disputed by anyone and is well established in the Sahih Sahih collections of tradition and elsewhere. When scholars disagreed on the issue, Ibn Kathir would draw attention to the disagreement, but when it comes to Muhammad having sex with Aisha when she was nine years old, Imam Kathir says that it is not disputed by anyone. Ibn Kathir would roll his eye, roll over in his grave if he heard modern Muslim scholars and apologists saying that Aisha was actually 16 or 18 to make Muslims feel better about their prophet. Um, I think our Muslim friends should take the advice of Shaki Yusur Qadi, who rebuked, who rebuked Muslims who lie about the age of Aisha and said Muslims don't apologize <clears throat> for the truth and don't distort the truth. There are Muslims that tried to deny this. Um, that he didn't marry Aisha as young as that. And look, don't lie for the sake of our religion, for Allah as the truth, and we're not going to cover up the truth if people find out embarrassing things about it. So I will conclude there and let my opponent go. All right. Thank you so much, Tom, for that opening statement. We will go ahead and kick it over to uh, to the Muslim apologist at your first word. I will start your timer, sir. All right, thank you. Uh, so yeah, so I'll begin with uh, saying Assalamu ala manitaba al huda. So I begin this statement with all absolute praise to the one true God of Abraham and his last messenger, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil anbiya iwal musalim wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Rabbi shrahli sadri wa yasirli amri so the topic today is was Muhammad's marriage to Aisha Moro. Okay, so this issue has been used and abused by Christian polemicists, apostates, Islamophobes, and every group imaginable who has an axe to grind against Islam. 
which is of course hardly surprising because Islam is currently the fastest growing religion in the world. And according to Pew Research, by 2050, Islam will surpass Christianity as the largest religion globally. On the character and the morals of the Prophet himself, the well-known Orientalist W. Montgomery Watt said, in his day and generation, Muhammad was a social reformer, indeed a reformer even in a sphere of morals. He created a new system of social security and a new family structure, both of which were a vast improvement on what went before. In this way, he adapted for settled communities all that was best in the morality of the nomad and established a religious and a social framework for the life of the sex of the human race today. That is not the work of a traitor or a leecher. The historian Thomas Carlyle said, our current hypothesis about Muhammad, that he was a scheming imposter, a falsehood incarnate, that his religion is a mere mess of quackery and fatuity, begins really to be now untenable to anyone. The lies which well-meaning zeal has heaped around this man are disgraceful to ourselves only. So the evidence for Aisha being betrothed at six years old and her marriage consummated at nine years old can be found in authentic hadith collections. And I do not feel that there is any need to cite these hadiths or object to the historicity. Going back to the issue at hand, we must first of all understand that this marriage took place roughly 1,400 years ago. As such, this marriage must be evaluated based on the standards of that time period while keeping in mind that we should not commit the logical fallacy of presentism. So the definition of presentism is thinking about history from an exclusively presentist point of view, which fails to take into account that at the time in which historical events occur, those involved did not enjoy the benefit of hindsight that has informed our present perspective. Presentism invites us to dismiss the poor decisions made by previous generations as having been based on their failure to anticipate the long-term consequences of their deeds. Yet to fully understand a historical event, we must view it not only with the benefit of hindsight, but also in the more limited context of its own times. So this can be easily determined by asking a series of questions, which I will propose as follows. First question. Was Aisha's marriage objected to by the Prophet's contemporaries or even by her own parents? Her answer is no, it was not. Nobody objected to this marriage. None of the contemporary enemies of the Prophet ever used this issue as a slight against the Prophet, simply because it was a non-issue. This problem, problem only came about in the 20th century and the first person to raise this issue was a, as an objection to the character of the Prophet Wasallam was Sir William Moyer, a British Orientalist with Christian evangelical tendencies. Now the second question, did Aisha demonstrate any signs of abuse while she was in the household of the Prophet till the day he passed away? Again, the answer is no. According to the Hadith and Sirah or biographical material that we have, Aisha was a happy and outgoing woman. In fact, the record suggests that she spoke her mind and was unafraid to voice out her dissatisfaction even to the Prophet himself if she were unhappy about a certain issue which affects her. In the years after the passing of the Prophet, 
she became renowned as a teacher of Islam, and decades later, she even led an army against the Caliph Ali. This certainly does not sound like an abused, manipulated person who was forcibly married off against her will when she was younger. Now, the third question. Was it a common practice at the time to marry at such a young age? The answer is yes. It was a common practice of the era. This is determined by when women has attained puberty. And how do we know that a woman has reached puberty? By experiencing her first menstruation. Under Islamic law, a woman can only be legally married after she has attained puberty. Now, Neil Postman, a former professor at the New York University, wrote the book, The, Dispe the Disappearance of Childhood. In it, he argues that childhood was one of the great inventions of the Renaissance, just like any other social structure. Its development was closely correlated with the written tradition and development of primary schools as opposed to the oral tradition in the Middle Ages. So he states, in an oral world, there is not much of a concept of an adult and therefore even less of a child. And that is why in all the sources, one finds that in the Middle Ages, childhood ended at age seven. Why seven? Because that is the age at which children have command over speech. They can say and understand what adults can say and understand. They are able to know all secrets of the tongue, which are the only secrets they need to know. And this helps us to explain why the Catholic Church designated age seven as the age at which one was assumed to know the difference between right and wrong, the age of reason. It also helps us to explain why until the 17th century, the words used to denote young males could refer to men of 30, 40, or 50. For there were no such word in French, in German, or in English for a young male between the ages of 7 and 16. The word child expressed kinship, not an age. But most of all, the oralism of the Middle Ages helps us to explain why there were no primary schools. For where biology determines communication competence, there is no need for such schools. And if we look at uh, the United States in, 19, in 1930, thousands of boys and girls married before the age of 14. It was re reported that 1,311 girls in East South Central area of the United States married below the age of 14. So now this brings us to our fourth question. Are there examples of young marriages throughout history? What was the age of consent? So let us look at history and how marriage was practiced in earlier times before the 20th century. We have a long list of ancient kings and queens and individuals from Asia, Europe, Africa, and the Middle East being married off at an age as young as seven years old. So here are a few examples. According to the Bible, Rebecca was married off to Isaac, the father of the Jews, when she was three years old. Mary, the mother of Jesus in the New Testament, was 12 years old when she got married to Joseph, who was 90 years old. Achan Sernamun, she was around 16 years old, was married to her half-brother Tutankhamun, aged around 10 years old, in about 1332 BCE. Judith of Flanders, she was around 12 years old. She married Ethelwulf, king of Wessex, who was 61 years old. Ekdifu of Wessex, who was 16 years old, married to Charles the Simple, king of West Francia in, 19, in 919. Isabella of Jerusalem, aged 10 years old, married Humphrey IV of Toron, who was aged around 17 years old in 1183. And they had betrothed when Isabella was 8 years old. Isabella of Vailor, 
she was six years old. She married King Richard II of England, who was 29 years old. Eleanor of England, daughter of Eleanor of Aquitaine and Henry II of England. She married 15-year-old Alfonso um, VIII of Castile in 1170, when she was nine years old. Um, a more contemporary example, Miranelli Devi, who was aged around <coughs> nine to 11 years old. She married Rabbi Nadal Tagore, who was 22 years old in 1883. So there's a whole list of this in Wikipedia. And um, I think the point has been made that young marriages were not considered to be problematic until very recently in the 20th century. Now the fifth One and minute. final question. All right. Could the prophet's marriage to Aisha in any way, shape or form be considered as pedophilia? Okay. So please read the definition of what is a pedophile. And historical records does not at all suggest that the prophet Wasallam met this criteria. Okay. Because he only had one marriage with a virgin, which was Aisha. His otherwise were all widows. They do not fit a definition of a pedophile. So in conclusion, we can therefore surmise that the marriage of Aisha to the prophet was part of a practice totally congruent with his time period. And based on what I've already said, there is nothing to suggest that this marriage was immoral. And with that, I end my opening statement. Without lies, Islam thrives. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you so much for your opening statement, sir. And with that, uh, we'll go ahead second, and open pause. up My the, phone uh, is beeping at me. One second. No problem. Uh, we're going to kick it into the open discussion in just a second. But before we do that, I just want to let everybody know that we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. And we want you to feel welcome no matter what walk of life you're from. And if you have a question or a comment for one of tonight's debaters, fire into the old live chat and tag me at Modern Day Debate. Super chats will go to the top of the list. All that we ask is that you keep it civil and attack the argument and not the person. Insults will not be read. I uh, want to let you guys know that there's going to be an after, part, after show on my channel that you guys can uh, check out. The link will be in the description shortly. And with that, um, I believe that, oh yeah, one more thing I wanted to let you guys know about is the debate coming up tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be uh, the red pill on trial. We're going to have Carissa and Jackson versus PWF and Sarah. And that's going to be at 8 p.m. They're going to be debating, is dating harder for men? So uh, go ahead and uh, like and subscribe and check that out if you would, uh, if you find that interesting. And with that, we will go ahead and open up the open discussion. Gentlemen, at your first word, the floor will be all yours. So I want to start the last question, um, which was like the definition of pedophilia. Uh, definition is uh, where the preference for sexual activity with a prepudescent child or children um, prepudescent is defined as not ages nine to 12 Aisha was nine that makes him a pedophile I was actually going to read uh, the definition from uh, the MSD manual for the consumer so the full definition of a pedophile is defined as having had repeated intense sexually arousing fantasies urges or behaviors involving a child or children usually aged 13 years or under Pedophilia is also medically defined as a mental disorder. Many pedophiles have or developed a substance use disorder or dependence and depression. They often come from dysfunctional families and marital <sighs> conflict is common. Many were sexually abused as children. So please tell me if the prophet is this criteria. Uh, yes, okay, because it. being a pedophile doesn't require actual intentions. Like if you had sex with a child, even if you don't aren't attracted so to it, you're still a pedophile. When his the prophet was sexually abused as a child. 
abuse. It has nothing to do with abuse. If you have sex with a child, stop, stop, talking, stop talking, stop talking. No, no, shut up, shut up, shut up. Okay, hold on, guys. You shut up. Hold on. No, I get to answer. You ask a question. I get to answer the question. I just say. What is the question? What is the question? And dependence and depression. So I ask you. Where None of that matters. No. So yes, the only criterion of what it requires to be a pedophile is you had sexual activity with a prepudescent child. And that's throwing, it. Intention doesn't stop talking over me. Stop talking. Let's, 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 let's stop let Tom, Tom finish his thought. Stop, and talking. Then you can the stop talking. Can you, can you guys hear me? Stop talking. Yes, we can hear you. Um, okay. So the only thing that makes you a pedophile is if you had sexual activity with a child. I don't care about your intentions. I don't care about your desires. If you had sexual activity with a child, you're going to prison because you're a pedophile. That's it. There's no no psychological right, don't okay, care. Okay, Muhammad right, had sex with a nine-year-old okay, girl. Let's, let's, he is right, a pedophile. Right. Done. Okay, let's go with your 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 very narrow definition of pedophilia. Um, so um answer this question, please. Are you a moral uh objectionist, objectivist or, or objectivist? Subjective. Objectivist, yeah. yes, I'm a moral objectivist. If you are an objectivist, then um, tell me why no one during the time of the prophet objected to this marriage. I did not understand that sentence. Why did no one, his contemporaries, during the time of the prophet following wasallam, ever objected to this marriage? Uh, because I, you said it's <coughs> the moral is objective. Well, they did. Actually, his uh, father did. But <coughs> well, so. Moral objectivism is the position that facts are true independent of what anybody thinks. So asking me, why didn't a whole bunch of subjective people not disagree doesn't make a difference to moral objectivism. It's still going to be wrong whether or not his contemporaries agree. That doesn't make sense to me. I mean, if, if, if morality me... is objective, if morality is objective yeah. then it should be standardized throughout all periods. Then everyone no. should have agreed. No, no, like it's an objective fact. It's, it's an objective fact the world is round. One sec, one sec. It's an objective fact the world is round. Not everyone agrees. Things that are objectively true are not objectively true because people agree. They're objectively true because they have a truth value independent of any opinions. It means it doesn't matter whether people agree. That's, that's what objective means. Subjective means it's true contingent on opinions. So if you're thinking, well, why the society at the time didn't object, and you think that's fine, that's subjective morality. That's relative morality. If you think morality is objective, that means it's always wrong to do things, even if people don't know it's wrong. So like many, many years ago, most people thought slavery was just fine. They were wrong. They were all wrong. Everybody in that society who was totally fine with slavery were all wrong. It was immoral, whether they realized it or not. So the number of people who realize it doesn't matter to objective morality because objective means truth statements that are independent of what people think. Okay, all right. Um, if that's your opinion... Um... Well, it's the dictionary definition of objective. Subjective is contingent on opinions. Objective is, is moral not not the definition of objectivity. Okay, so yeah. um, so um, I said moral objectivity. Moral yeah, moral objectivity is the position that the truth values not, of moral not, statements not, is independent no, okay. of any opinion. Still doesn't make sense what? to me. Okay, but I don't. Yeah, I was going. I was there. thinking of a question. I, I can't see. Give me a moment. Give me a moment, okay. please. Um, yeah. So um, yeah. So what about the marriages during during the time of uh, 
the ancient times. So, all, uh, you know, I just... They're all pedophiles. The they're all immoral. <laughs> oh, really? They're all pedophiles. Yep. So he yep. just uh, admitted that the whole of Europe was, 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 was practicing pedophilia. Sure. Yes. People in the past did lots of immoral things and they were all immoral people. Yep. If you wow. have sex with a child who is nine years old, you are a pedophile and you are immoral at any time, at any point in history, any time immoral. Doesn't, I don't care what the society thinks. You're still immoral. But then you're committing the fallacy of presentism. No, that's so presentism is using the present moments to judge things. I'm not using the present moment. I'm using, the using that, morality. That, that, no, no, no. You just, you no, just no, told me the whole no, of Europe. No. So, so there's a difference between using a present cultural context to judge things and using that's an exactly objective standard to judge things. If you're using that's an exactly objective standard to judge things, that is not the same as a subjective modern social context presentism is using a modern social context to judge the past that would be a fallacy yes if you have an objective standard that is independent of all time then it doesn't matter if it's now or then the objective standard applies to everything at all times equally i think i still think that you're you're using the fallacy of presentism because uh you're saying you just you just told me that the whole of Europe is practicing pedophilism. You just told me that the contemporaries of the Prophet Solomon were also pedophiles. You're telling me that everyone else before the 20th century were all pedophiles. Uh, let me let me try to explain this a little differently. Let me try to explain this a little differently. So back, your own standard against you, Tom. No, I'm not I'm using presentism. Your... I'm trying to explain to you why I'm not using presentism to try to get you to understand. Like today, when physicists do math, they use general and special relativity. So if they're calculating the speed of light, we're not talking about science. We're talking no, no, about morality. No, just, just shush, well, let shush, him finish. Shush. Let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. So if we go back 300 years, when people were using Newtonian mechanics, and we're comparing their numbers, they say that the speed of light is 299 point something something. They were wrong because we can use general relativity, which is more accurate. Now that's not using presentism. We're not just using a random social construct that we've made up to assess that they're wrong. We have a more accurate system that understands reality better than they do. And so there's a difference between presentism, which is using a cultural belief contingent on the society to judge other societies' cultural beliefs, and using an objective fact about reality, which can be demonstrated to show that they did it wrong in the past. Those are two different things. Does that make you're sense? Still, there's there's facts. You're, you're still using no. presentism. You're judging basically what you're doing. You're uh, judging, you're judging the history. You're judging history based on what we are doing now. Yes, of course, today we don't... When we people, don't, just to clarify, when people were doing Newtonian mechanics, let me, let me what were they doing? Tom, let, 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 let him finish. No, when people were doing Newtonian mechanics, were they wrong? Let me finish. When people were doing Newtonian mechanics, were they wrong? Come on. I'm not interested in a statement. When people were doing Newtonian mechanics, were they wrong? Yes or no? All right, well, if you don't want to answer that, just go ahead and finish your question then. I'm going to, no. I just want to finish with Simon, all right? No, so, like, please. your question is presentism. If you say people doing Newtonian mechanics were wrong, are you doing presentism? I don't I don't understand your question, okay? So anyway, um, I'm Newtonian going to Newtonian mechanics, to the past, people doing math in the past, were they wrong? No, they were not wrong. Why would they what? be wrong? So, so like, Why would they be wrong? 
So the calculations of Newtonian mechanics is incorrect. It does not describe things accurately. That's why we switched to general relativity. Math in the past, they got it wrong. Today we they get were it limited right, right? By, the, by the knowledge of that time. So why why would it be wrong? Wrong, you know? Understand because it does not I mean. describe reality. So if like you try to describe the orbit of the moon with anyway, Newtonian are, gravity, uh, it's wrong. Your example is about about mathematics and facts. It's yes. not about about morality. Morality is about no no no. no. Morality is a fact. That's what objective morality means. If you it's believe not, in objective morality, you believe morality is fact, just like physics is fact. That's what objective morality means. Of course, physics are facts, but I'm talking about morality. Yes, morality is a fact. Morality, objective morality, moral facts are facts, just like physics is facts. You're still not making the point. You still don't, don't get the... Get, People get in the I'm audience, did what I say just make sense. Was the connection between objective and facts and physics, did that make sense to you guys? My chat is saying, yeah, my chat makes, it makes sense. To Kaz, did, that, did my analogy make sense to you? Of course, but... Um... <laughs> I'm neutral. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense to me. You're still, you're still using present presentism upon a culture that happened 1,400 years ago. Okay, you're you're judging history based on what we already what we are practicing now. And you know there are certain things in the past which would be considered immoral back then. Wait, I mean, wait, oh, I got another, I got another idea. Um, in the past, people thought objects that were heavier than air couldn't fly. Were they wrong? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. So yes. So today we know objects that are heavier than air can fly. Planes, planes can fly. But in the past, they thought they couldn't. Is that presentism or is that a fact? That's fact. That's not presentism. <laughs> right. Right. So there are these things called facts that people in the past could just yeah. have been wrong about, right? And so one of those could be morality. They could have been wrong about morality in the past, right? No. 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 Not necessarily so. No, no. <laughs> are, are you a moral no. relativist? I'm a moral realist. <laughs> okay, so so moral realism means that there are certain moral truths that are true objectively, meaning independent of time, right? Independent of opinion, like like facts in physics. They're true, like facts of physics, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. So so if there's a fact of physics, just like there's a fact of morality, and people in the past didn't believe that fact they would be wrong right i guess so yeah that would be the reasonable conclusion to make yeah right but so you still haven't says that. there is some moral but, facts and if people you still haven't, that, you still haven't proven but still that still doesn't prove that the, the prophet's oh, marriage to aisha was oh. wrong okay all right he doesn't he doesn't he really doesn't okay so so if, if because you're still judging you're still judging by what uh, we are doing now Okay, upon history. It's really that simple. Okay. So one of these moral facts, one of these objective moral facts is sex with people who can't consent is immoral. People who are children don't have intellectual ability to consent. Therefore, having sex to them is immoral. That's what this is one of those objective moral truths that's dude, true independent of you were on record, dude. You were on record saying that incest is okay. And yes. that necrophilia with is consenting okay. adults, incest yes. with consenting yes. adults yeah. is okay. I consider those things to be immoral. Okay, you're I wrong. Consider those things immoral. That's 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 because you are basing on your uh current tradition nope. and your Remember, current objective. Time. Object, I believe in objective morality. Yeah. That means I believe in a system independent of time. Yeah. 
but you are you're wrong you're still wrong to me you're wrong but to okay. you you're right so okay. your moral system okay. says pedophilia is okay my says it's not okay and we can just I let the people in the wrong. audience be like what what moral system seems no, more right there Please correct your information. Islam doesn't say that pedophilia is right. Okay. What? But you are judging. You are judging your your definition of pedophilia is so narrow that you apply it to the Prophet. Okay. I just yes, gave you the like definition the of pedophilia. So, okay, okay. I, so, I just gave you the definition. Wait, wait, wait. So, so let's go to a, if we go to a courtroom. If we go to a courtroom and and you had sex with a nine-year-old, are they going to to send you to jail? And label you a pedophile when they write that down. The crime course, you committed. Of course, because it's our, because our time doesn't allow it. Okay, our current morals doesn't allow it. So this isn't just our, my definition. This isn't just a little little definition I've made up. This is like the definition of every court in every civilized that, country in the world. Right? The thing is, this is only happening now in the modern time. In back in those days, nine years old. Okay, were considered they were to wrong. Be back then. There was no courtrooms. Okay, there were no courtrooms. So, right. <laughs> Okay, nine years old, nine years old, nine years old women were considered to be childbearing and they need to marry, okay, in order to survive. Okay, you are an atheist, right? You believe in uh, evolutionary biology? Uh, what? Do you believe in the evolution, in, in uh, survival of the fittest? I believe in evolution, yes. What about survival of the fittest? Uh, no, that's a shorthand for natural selection. Uh, okay, fine. Okay, I'll, I'll rephrase it. Okay, what about what about uh, sustaining the uh, progeny, continuing the line, con continuing the biological line? Do you do it's, you do you believe that? It's not moral nor immoral. There's no imperative to do that. No. Okay, good. All right. So, uh, if someone back in those days, one thousand four hundred years ago, if their, um, you know, if the if the uh, mortality rate is such that they won't live up to you know forty years old or fifty years old. Would it be okay for them to have progeny before that? Uh, no, if they, if the intellectual capability of those who was who they were having sex with, you're not, you're not didn't, answering the question. Didn't have, well, I'm trying to answer. You asked like if they only live to forty, would having sex, would it be okay for them to have sex with people of their species below that age? That's your question, right? Pretty much, yes. Yes. So the the answer is it's only moral if they have the intellectual capability to consent wherever that age is. So it's only moral if they are intellectually developed enough to have the capability to consent. Aisha's parents and Aisha herself consented to the marriage. What do you say to that? She's nine. You can't consent when you're a child. That's literally a part of the law. So you're in denial. Because the records say that she consented to the marriage. You're in denial. No. So no, no. Finish. I won the debate. Uh huh. So yeah, you can you can claim that like if you claim a child consented to sex, you still go to jail. That doesn't that doesn't mean the fact that they, what, they consented. I think, I, think ignored, I think you ignored my definition of what a child is because I read the definition what? of what a child is. Right? I quoted Neil Postman. Right? What? I quoted Neil Postman that um, you know, know in the middle either. Oh my God. Okay. Let, let me read. Okay. Let me please um, cut. Cast. Is it okay if I read that, read this out? Okay. Well, sure. my definition is a young human being below the age of puberty and below the legal age of majority. Uh, yes. Can I child. can I read out this message if, he's, if yes. you're okay? Go ahead. Yes. Just take. All right. Okay. By all means. Okay. So Neil Postman, in the in his book, The Disappearance of Childhood, he's a former professor at New York University. He says that <laughs> in an oral world where there is not much of a concept of an adult and therefore even less of a child, 
and that is why in all sources one finds that in the middle ages childhood ended at age seven why seven because that is the age at which children have command over speech they can say and understand what adults can say okay. and then the, of course, the passage just goes on and talks about about uh, the attributes of uh, what defines a child back in the day but basically people before the, the 20th century okay they don't have this conception of child okay so they do not understand child as anyone below the age of seven okay uh, sorry, yes and the they were idiots because they didn't understand biology or cognitive science or yeah, philosophy throw, or just, psychology just basically, you're, basically you're just throwing everyone out, out, out of the no past, right? so no i'm saying they didn't understand modern science like we understand how the brain and the body develop over time we understand that children don't have the intellectual capacity to give consent at those ages because their brains haven't developed the ability to rationalize yet therefore we don't count them as rational adults because we know psychologically their brains aren't capable of being rational adults Back in the past, they didn't know these things. They were ignorant of facts. They didn't know facts. And so they made stupid decisions that were wrong because they didn't have the information to know yeah. they were wrong. All over again. Yes, presentism. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, You're doing presentism again. No, that's those <laughs> facts things. Those pesky facts things we agreed upon are not presentism. They're just facts. It's presentism because I just told you that the middle in the Middle Ages, they don't consider a, a, a seven-year-old to be a child. Okay? <laughs> And I already explained that that that's not presentism. That's a fact. Uh, you, you just like I said, you're just throwing everything under the bus. You deny every single definition I give, and you give your own definition. That's pretty much that's pretty much what what you're no, doing. Okay, that's not what I'm doing. That's what you are doing, and no, I think the audience can see this, right? <laughs> the audience can see this, and you make pictures and doing this and doing this will not change it, right? Yes, we can ask the audience what they think my point was and if it made sense, and we'll we'll find out. Yeah. So yeah, if you have any questions, go ahead. Nope. You kind of just admitted I was right on everything. I don't, I don't really have anything else to go on. I didn't. I didn't concede to anything. You just admitted that you were. You know. You just admitted. Just admitted that you know. Um, anyone below the age of forty, as long as they give, as long as they give consent, can you know can do whatever they want. And I, we have clear records that Aisha's parents and and Aisha herself agreed to them. I don't think you know what any of the words I use mean. Oh, that's probably a problem. Yeah, you can you can insult me however you want, Tom, but you know that you know that I'm right, okay? <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Muted. Sorry, Cass, you're muted. Still muted. Still muted. Still muted. Uh, too much crap open on my uh, desktop right now. Um, so, uh, you had mentioned that the Aisha's parents had consented for her. Um, can you talk more about how that works? How can a parent consent for a child? Uh, well, back in the day, um, like, um, yeah, like, like I said before in my in uh, my presentation, even um, anyone um, who has reached puberty are not considered to be children anymore. Okay, and. Um, in the adult culture okay uh one must get either the girl's consent or the parents consent okay so um uh once the parents consented therefore the marriage goes but she's also given the opportunity to uh, reject the marriage if she went once she reached puberty okay and aisha um, we have the records she um she was married off at six years old and 
consummated at nine. She has every right to reject the marriage when she was nine, but she didn't. She moved in with the prophet, right? So uh, the marriage goes. So that is consent. That is consent. Okay. <clears throat> you can't consent unless you have the intellectual capacity to consent. So people who are like you're, you're, intellectually you're, you're, handicapped you're, you're, and children, shush, shush, shush. Hold on, hold on. You, you, just, you, just, you just gave your explanation. Uh, so let Tom shush. Finish you're just making up whoa, 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 whoa. Let, Just let whoa, Tom respond to what you just said, please. But you can't consent unless you have the intellectual capability to consent which means children and people who are intellectually handicapped do not have the ability to consent. So even if they say they agree, that doesn't count as consent if they don't have the intellectual capability. And so having sex with them is still immoral. Sorry you didn't know that. Oh my, I don't know what else to say. I mean, uh, this guy just literally threw everything out where I said out of the bus. Okay, so I already mentioned true. that, you know, Very uh, true. Back, back in the day, um, you know, uh, you know, um, there's no such thing as a child, okay? Even if you are a seven-year-old or even you are a nine-year-old, okay? And it was about survival. It's about, it's about, uh, that's, that is why I asked you the question, Tom, whether you believe, whether you're okay with uh, anyone, uh, you know, marrying at 40, below 40 if they are, if the mortality rate is such that, you know, it requires them to marry. So the idea back then, okay, back in those days, okay, um, humans don't last long enough, okay? So that is why they marry very young. And this is a practice that has been going on even before. I mean, before the 20th century. I gave examples of uh, of uh, you know marriages uh, in the ancient times. Okay, he just calls them pedophiles. Is is that simple, isn't it? To argue this way, but it doesn't change the fact that um, there's nothing there's nothing immoral about it because it was a normal practice at the time. Okay, the prophets' contemporaries they certainly didn't reject it. They could have used every single excuse to. To uh, reject his message, he could have used this argument against him, but they did not. Why they did not use this message? Uh, they did not, did not use this argument against the prophet because uh, they were doing it. Okay, they were doing it, so there was no issues. And it was only until the 20th century where William Moore started to uh, raise this issue against uh, the prophet. Okay, there were Christian polemicists throughout the ages, Tom. Okay, they could, they could, like for example, John of Damascus was the first Christian polemicist against Islam. Okay? He could have used this argument against the prophet, he could say, oh, the prophet was a false prophet because he married Aisha when she was six years old or, and consummated the marriage when she was nine. Why didn't he use this argument, though? Okay? Why didn't he, he was use an idiot. Argument? That's why. You he cannot, you cannot go around and use argument, Tom. That's not an argument. That's emotional. No, That's like if emotional. someone didn't facts. make an facts. argument. Facts. You said, no. you said you wanted facts. No. So just give me a fact. I'm not sure who's Give me a fact. Uh, one of us is there's an echo somewhere, but uh, yeah, so if he didn't know a better argument existed to prove Muhammad was a not prophet, yeah, all access, he was shush, 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 then he, he was an idiot, access. he was ignorant of the facts of the better argument. So I can make a better argument. Muhammad was a pedophile, and that proves he's not the not the so that's your argument. Everyone were, else were idiots, everyone were pedophiles during the time. Yes, that's your argument. Fine, sure. Doesn't change anything. <laughs> yep. And your yours is well at the time they were fine with it, therefore it's perfectly moral. Totally not a justification for literally. I didn't, say it, was, I, I didn't say it was either moral or immoral. I just said it was a practice at the time. But it was certainly That's, not immoral. Okay. Which I didn't I, I didn't argue for morality. I didn't argue for positiveness of the uh, okay? 
I didn't argue for the negativeness of the man. I'm very neutral. I think you just destroyed yourself on that one. So if you're admitting that what people think is... Your argument, Tom, 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 your argument is that everyone else were idiots and they were all practicing pedophilia. So if you think that, if you agree that the fact that all those people thought something or didn't think something is completely independent of whether or not it's moral, then that shows that whether or not they thought or agreed with it is completely irrelevant to the question. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant, which I, I that's, that's correct. It is irrelevant, but then you've just wasted like every minute of what you've said, because that's all you've brought up is something that's completely irrelevant. Presentism. Yeah. <laughs> Are we done yet? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I guess we could go to Q&A if you really have nothing else to argue about. Um, I don't think so. I uh, mean, the guy just... Could, could you maybe is... uh, talk about uh, how... I mean, Muslim apologists, you did just say that um, uh, you didn't have an opinion of whether or not it was moral or immoral. Can you maybe expound upon right. what you do think about it? Right. Especially um, in the like, present time? Yeah, I believe. Yes, yes, okay. Uh, sorry, Cass. Okay, so basically, I believe as a Muslim, of course, I revere and honor the Prophet. Okay, I believe that he's a true messenger of God. At the same time, okay, the Prophet was a man of his times, he adhered to the cultural uh, mores of his time. Okay, so it's neither moral or immoral. I mean, the Prophet uh, owned slaves. Okay, so um, the Prophet married more than four wives. So the Prophet went to war. Yes, so. Okay, there are certain things with the, which the Prophet did, which were you know, within the confines of his times, which today will be considered wrong or immoral okay, by presentism. Okay, so um, the Prophet had to, uh, uh, the Prophet basically work, was constrained by the limits of his times. Okay, if the Prophet Wasallam were living in our times today, I believe that uh, you know, um, he probably would not have married Aisha at six years old because, uh, not because it was immoral or anything of the sort. But because he wanted to show as an example to the other Muslims how the right uh, marriage should be, okay, I believe that she, he would probably marry her maybe a little bit older, probably not eighteen, probably I don't know when um, maybe a bit older, maybe um, fifteen or sixteen, right? Okay, it's possible. Okay, but he was constrained by his times. At the time, it was totally normal to marry at six. Everyone else was doing it. It's neither a moral or immoral argument. Okay, it was just something confined within the time period. And everyone else was doing it. Okay. It's not, it's not, it's not a matter of morality here. Okay. It's more of a matter of cultural laws and tradition. Okay. What's the title of the debate? We have 22 minutes left on the open discussion. The East, okay. The Middle East, um, sorry, the, the Europeans were practicing this. So what, was the title? Tom, what was the title of the debate? Uh, what yeah, was so, Muhammad's marriage to Aisha Morrow? Yeah, for and what me, was the previous immoral. sentence? What was the previous sentence you just said about whether or not I said it was neither moral or immoral? That's all. Okay, neither moral or immoral. But if if, if we are going to ask this question, okay, was moral, Muhammad's marriage to Aisha moral? My answer is it was not immoral. Okay, that's all. Perhaps okay. um, separate from Muhammad, if we could just talk about anybody marrying a nine-year-old uh, right. in any time period, what all do you right. think about the the actual moral? impact of child marriage i guess um like, like i said like i said i gave examples before right um i think they were constrained by that time period also okay and yeah they want to uh, basically it's all about uh, survival of the fetus and extending their progeny 
So of course they're going to marry young because the death rate, I mean the the, the mortality rate is is uh, you know, makes it so that um, they probably will not survive before beyond the age of forty. Okay, so they needed to marry young in order to have, especially the the kings of Europe and you know the kings of Egypt in ancient times. So they they know this, they knew this. You know they will probably die in battle, they probably die in war or famine or whatever it is. Okay, so um, they had to marry young. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, Tom, if you don't want to respond to that, maybe uh, you could talk a little bit about how you do determine um, proper ages for consent, maybe? I mentioned that already. We use psychological yeah, development, whether or not they're cognitively capable to make decisions and rationally analyze consequences of certain decisions. And so once they are both physically and mentally capable, so we can, we can also look at the physical harm done to bodies who are prepubescent when they do get pregnant and recognize that it destroys their bodies and causes them significant amounts of unnecessary harm. That's another reason why we don't allow those kinds of things. <clears throat> so both the physical and psychological development are the criterions that we use to establish whether or not it's consensual to have sex with someone. Can I respond, Can respond to, that? to that? Yeah, please. Yeah. So um, he hasn't shown any evidence that, uh, you know, uh, Aisha's pre-pubescent body was destroyed during having this so-called, uh, you know, consummation of measure. And, you know, whether Aisha was emotionally uh, disturbed or emotionally uh, destroyed during this marriage to the Prophet. He has not shown any evidence for this. That part's not part of the definition. So whether or not you're emotionally destroyed doesn't actually make a difference. It's still pedophilia. So you're, you're just being biased. No, I'm just being sure. moral. I'm being moral. That's the that's the you word. Just, you just for. told me. You just said just now that uh, you know having a just uh, having a previous marriage will cause emotional destruction, destroy the bodies, blah blah blah. But show evidence for that that it happened to Aisha. No, 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 no. I said that it doesn't make a difference whether or not it emotionally damages the child or not. It's still pedophilia. So even even if it doesn't emotionally damage the child, still pedophilia. Yeah. So you're just being stubborn. No, I'm being moral. Well, I mean, we can move to the Q&A, I suppose. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you do have a super a question for uh, the debaters tonight, Super Chats will go to the top of the list. We do have quite a, a list already, so it is building pretty quickly. But uh, I can go ahead and move into that if you guys want to do that. Yes, please. Save All me. right. I got a Super Chat from... Let me uh, just quickly switch over to the timer so that we can keep track. Um, one second. So sorry. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, just want to let you know that our guests are linked in the description below. So if you like what you heard from either of them tonight, you can go ahead and click those links right now and uh, you'll be able to check out more from them. I also want to let you guys know that uh, you should definitely click the like and subscribe button. We have more debates coming your way and you don't want to miss those. And I now have my timer pretty much set. So we will go ahead and move to the Q&A. Sorry, was not prepared for that. Um, so, here we go. 35 minutes on the clock. First question from Thunderstorm, 499. Do, don't both atheists and Muslims believe in geology with the stone of Mecca? I don't know what that means. I have no idea what the question means. <laughs> All right. 
Well, the next question is from Bitter Truth for $10. They say, Muhammad married Aisha when she was six and intercourse when she was nine. She hasn't reached her puberty. Also, Muhammad was um, thinking, uh, I'm not sure what this word is, while she had, while she was six. Hadith say, Muslim, he was sick. Um, that, I think that is factually, uh, there's some mistakes there. Um, the prophet did marry Aisha when she was six and he waited until she reached puberty when she was nine. Okay. So if the prophet was a leecher, was a pedophile or someone who is sexually, uh, uh, attracted to young girls as, you know, some people accuse him of, then he would have just consummated the marriage when she was six. So why did the prophet had to wait until, you know, she was nine years old. Okay. Until she reached puberty. Yeah. Okay. From Melody Kate for 999, they say, you cite so many royals and use it to justify the prophet's action. But according to you, he was God. So he should know better, right? He was not a regular person, or was he? As Muslims, we don't believe that the Prophet was God. Okay, that is a Christian belief. They believe that you know, the Prophet Jesus Allah, was God. Okay, I'm not a Christian. I don't believe that. The prophet was God incarnate walking on earth. He's a human, he's a regular human just like us. And he worked between, you know, he works between the most of his time and more and, and traditions. Okay. He's not going to go into us in a time machine and go to the future and say, oh, look, pedophilia is uh, wrong. Okay. Or pedophilia is, uh, oh, this is considered pedophilia. And then he comes back and then he does whatever he needs to do. No, he has to work within the constraints of his time. Okay. Got it. From Zagros Oskan for one ninety nine, he says he saw Aisha in his dreams, so he fantasized too. That was a vision from God. We, as Muslims, we believe that is a vision from God. He originally, the Prophet Sallallahu did not want to marry Aisha until he received that vision. Okay, right. So either either God right. is also a pedophile or. It was made up and Muhammad was a pedophile. So those are the two options. God, pedophile, or God made up. Those are the two options. Uh, do you want to take the last word on that? Nah, he's just being insulting. That's all. All right. From Bitter Truth, they say, um, the father of Aisha was against the marriage. Said He said, I'm Muhammad's brother. She is niece. Muhammad said, he's not my real father. I can still marry Abu... Bakar was sacred. Hadith said, even history books, Muslim, why lying? Yeah, so uh, the explanation for that is basically during uh, uh, the Quraysh in that in that time period, okay, in that era, uh, the practice of the Arabs was that uh, when someone considers you to be a brother, they consider, even though they're not blood brothers, but they, when someone considers you to be a brother, then um, they will treat you like a brother, like a blood brother. So that is why when, uh, when the Prophet uh, expressed his intention to marry Aisha, because Abu Bakr uh, An considered uh, the Prophet to be his brother, his, uh, almost like a blood brother. Therefore, he asked, he was surprised and he asked why, you know, why would the Prophet you know, marry his daughter? Because they are like brothers, like blood brothers. So he, so the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that uh, we, are not blood, we are not brothers by blood, so it is all right. So this is actually an example by the Prophet to show that um, uh, Islam only considers uh, someone to be related only by blood, not by uh, relative mores or, you know, by friendship or whatever. Only the bond of blood is stronger than anything else, right? Got it.
from Thunderstorm for four ninety nine. They say nine year olds is all kinds of wrong. I as I already explained in uh, in my opening speech. I mean, did that guy didn't uh, listen? <laughs> did that guy not listen to my opening statement? I've already defined what is a child, and I've already shown examples of European kings practicing uh, this uh, wish. The op my opponent says they are all pedophiles. Okay, that's just throwing everyone under the bus, right? So, um, uh, <laughs> throwing the pedophile back then, the uh, is yeah, uh, basically, um, back then, anyone who has reached puberty is an adult, it's that's pretty much it. And Aisha was an adult by all definitions of that time, okay? Got it. From Ozzy and the Gamer for five dollars, they say, uh, for a Muslim apologist, it is not moral just because it was legal. Your quote-unquote prophets were immoral. You are a relativist. It's not presentism, and they were ignorant. I would say that the questioner he's also he's also a presentist. He's just throwing everyone under the bus. I've already explained this. Got it. From ES one thousand and two for two euros, I think. Uh, for you, Muslim apologists, if you lived in that time, would you copy him? Yes, I would, of course, because he's my prophet. He's the best example of men. Got it. From Mars Squeeze for five dollars, they say, "Where is Chris Hansen?" That's a a joke. Uh, from Industrial Nerd for two dollars, they say, "Little girls are okay, but not bacon." I don't get what that means. <laughs> oh, They're I think it's talking why about it's okay that. to. Uh, marry a prepubescent girl but not eat bacon oh um yeah is, is that, again this goes back to my original statement I, I think i don't want to repeat that again i've repeated it so many times bacon is uh forbidden by the quran it's an explicit uh commandment okay so yeah got it from jupiter darman for five dollars they say i feel like i've spent an hour listening to someone tell me why an adult marrying a six-year-old was perfectly fine. Am I right? Love you, T-Jump, yep. and God bless that chair. Yep, that's about right. Can I respond to that? Sure. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Um, it, is, um, it is something of a, of, a, of a common practice by Islamophobes and trolls and, you know, this ignorance to repeat the clear that the Prophet was telling uh, married Aisha when she was six and consummated the marriage at nine. They forget that there's a three-year gap between the marriage, between this both this uh, marriage and consummation. Okay? So they need to answer the question, why was it that the Prophet waited until she was nine years old? Please answer that question. I don't know. From hate, from hate so stairs for five dollars, they say, Go ahead. From to the Muslim apologist, was it immoral to kill someone before Cain killed Abel? Yes. Yes, it was. Interesting. Um, that looks like this. That's the end of my uh, super chat list. So, if you have a burning question for one of our tonight's debaters, and you really want to make sure that it gets answered, then you can go ahead and fire into the old live chat and as a super chat. But if not, then uh, I will go ahead and move on to the other questions from. Uh, Sahi Luke, question for T-Jump. You cherry-picked the Hadith that says Aisha was nine, but why you didn't quote the Hadith that mentioned she was 19 years old? Are you not suppressing any. the evidence? 
There are none. <clears throat> there are none that said she was 19 when they consummated. That doesn't exist. Uh, Muslim apologist, is there such a Sadith, hadith that says that? Well, um, <clears throat> okay, so there are some uh, scholars who um, who deny, not deny, they, they criticize the hadith which mentioned that uh, Aisha was uh, six years old and consummated the marriage at nine. So they look at other ex uh, external evidence, like for example, her, her sister, okay, her sister um, was around um, 20 years old and um, based on that uh, understanding, therefore, the age gap between her sister and um, Aisha is was about a few years in, dif in difference, and since that particular hadith, at the same time which uh, the prophet allegedly married Aisha at the time, okay, I mean married Aisha at the time, uh, the, the the difference between the ages is such that it can't be possible for Aisha to be uh, sex according to this uh, to this methodology. But um, I myself I don't adhere to this because I believe that uh, there are serious implications if we if I or if we as Muslims use this methodology. So I'm just going with the uh, literal evidence, and um, I believe in this hadith wholeheartedly that the Prophet ﷺ married Aisha when she was six years old, and uh, consummated the marriage at puberty when she was nine years old. So I have no problems with it. Okay. Got it. Super chat from Bitter Truth for five dollars. They say, "Kaz, can you please arrange my debate with Muslim apologists on the same topic?" And uh, I would probably uh, do that. Uh, send me an email or. Um, Link, me, link up with me on uh, Twitter or whatever, and we can see what we can do. Sure. Uh, can, I, can, I, can I say something from, about that? I'm sorry? Can I say something about, can I say something sure, about sure. that? Please. Yeah, please so uh, for that, that guy who wants to debate me, um, I have um, a, a live stream every week, so you can jump on and talk to me about it. You're free to do so. There you I, go. I got a question uh, from Don. He has linked to the description below. I got a question go from Don on my end. Uh, would Muslim apologists allow his daughter to be married at the same age as Aisha? If it's, if it's the Prophet Wasallam, then yes, of course. Of course, without a doubt, in the blink of an eye. Did you say only for the Prophet? Is that what you said? Yes. Said? Yes. God. From Bob's note. Uh, I need to read it. Uh, Bob's note. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, from ES1002 for two euros. Um they want to know about your criminal record, Muslim apologist. Okay, sure. I will explain that. All right. <clears throat> so um, two years ago, okay, I was uh, <clears throat> my home, my house was raided, and uh, I was first falsely accused of a crime, uh, unfortunately, which is which is related to pedophilia, okay, possession of child pedophilia, okay. So uh, the police, okay, the Malaysian police, these uh, these uh, criminals, okay, called the Malaysian police, they raided my home without a warrant. Uh, they took my my stuff. They took my uh, desktop. Okay, this is not the desktop that they took, but this is the exact room where they they conducted the raid. Okay, so I was arrested. Okay, I was put in a lockup for three days, and then I was released, and then there was nothing ever since. Okay, so to those people who keep repeating this lie over and over again, I do have a team of lawyers who are actually going to sue the Malaysian police over this, and it is in the works. I can't reveal any details, but if anyone in the chat repeats this lie over and over again. I will instruct my lawyers to hunt them down and sue them for like three that's it. Got it. All right. From Kwani Upstate for five dollars, they say if the Quran is perfect and needs no correction or editing, then does the Muslim apologist agree with marrying young girls today, or does he disagree? Uh, sorry, could you could you repeat the question again? I couldn't hear. 
If the Quran is perfect and needs no correction or editing, then does the Muslim apologist agree with marrying young girls today, or does he disagree? Uh, the Quran says that um, women can be married off at puberty, and um, if the um, if the rule of, if our authority, our political authorities allow for it, like for example, there are many countries where the age of consent is 14 years old, 15 years old, sometimes 18, sometimes 21. So it depends on your locality. If the authorities allow for it, then why not? Got it. From Jeremy Nolan, uh, what age is someone not a child, T-Jump? Um, when they're an adult, so like, <clears throat> say like 16 to 20, something like that. Got it. From Don Fullman for $5, they say, Wait, for Tom Jump. Can I answer that? Okay, so um, in my country, okay, someone is considered to be an adult when uh, he or she reaches uh, 21 years old. So I guess anyone else who marries below that age is a pedophile, right? No, pedophile is about prepubescent. It only applies to 9 to 12. <clears throat> but you just said that uh, someone who reaches the age of 16 is an, is an adult. In my country, it's considered to be a child. Okay. So what's your that's, standard? Pedophile only applies to prepubescent. So, so that's, that's you're not answering my question. I'm saying that in my country, in order to legal laws here, you only reach the age of an adult when you are 21 years old. Okay, so is anyone below the age of 21 a child? Yes, what's, well, what's no, not based standard? on your country, no. So it changes according to locality, right? No, I think it's objective facts, it's not based on not based on society at all. Never mind, I rest my kid. Got it. From Don Fullman for $5, they say, for Tom Jump, would you allow your daughter to be married at the same age in the time of Muhammad? No. Got it. From Yeshua to King for $4.99, they say, Reliance of the Traveler and the Hadiyah are Islamic books that allow marriage to a nine-year-old who hits puberty even today if Islam rules the land. I've already actually talked about uh, the reliance of the traveler in my uh, debate with the prophet. I said that the reliance of the traveler is not reliable. It's not considered to be something authoritative. We have other authoritative works like the Muwata, like uh, Subuh Salam. Okay, there's so many books. Okay, there's so many Bulugun Maram. There's so many other uh, authoritative books in in the Islamic world, and reliance of the traveler is not one of them. Are you saying that he's wrong and that the reliance of the traveler does not agree with you? Basically, I'm saying that uh, the reliance of the traveler is not is not considered to be authoritative. That's all in the Muslim world. Ivan, got it. Okay, from Mark for twenty dollars. Thank you so much, Mark. God slash Allah, Judaism to Islam is inherently wrong, morally speaking, nine out of ten times. So, how do you justify his commands? Um, I mean, he doesn't give any real examples, I guess. I guess um, I'll just answer it generally, okay? So, uh, as Muslims, we believe that uh, you know, God, throughout the ages, sent down his messengers to proclaim uh, the message of truth to the worship of the one true God, Abraham. And um, in each uh, time period, in each uh, situation, there are differences in the laws and mores. Like, for example, uh, Moses, Musa, salam, he would be more uh, militaristic because the situation commands for it. 
during Jesus's time, he will be more uh, soft. He will be more apologetic because of the situation that calls for it. He can't go against the Roman Empire. And uh, during the time of Muhammad, وسلم, the laws are also different because it suits the time and the time period and uh, and the situation. And uh, we also believe that, you know, uh, so with the coming of the Prophet, the last messenger of God, therefore the laws are applicable throughout all times. So, yeah. Got it. All right. From Miss Della for $5, they say, so are we just deciding on what our moral morals are based on that the law allows? I'm just giving examples, you see, because uh, because uh, my opponent he's shifting the goalposts, he keep changing his position. Okay, yeah. So you can just watch back the recording and see how what he has done. Got it from ES one thousand and two for two euros. What if Aisha hit puberty after nine years old? Then the prophet will have waited until she reached puberty. Yeah. Let's say if she reached puberty at fourteen, then the prophet will have waited and she was until she was fourteen years old. Because you cannot marry, you cannot consummate the marriage uh, before uh, you know you reach puberty. Basically, that's it. Yeah. Got it. From Yeshua the King for one ninety nine, they say Islam proves the authenticity of the reliance. Or is no, he Lamaka? doesn't. I'm not sure. He 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 may have been. I as no, the, the, QA. Yeah, the question doesn't make any sense anyway because uh, it's like putting the chicken before the egg or the egg before the chicken. Got it. From Notion Slave from 499, they say, have some self-awareness and quit debating when you have uh, pedophilia charges. This is embarrassing. As I said earlier, uh, my lawyers are you know, on standby. If I were to, uh, if you repeat the lie against me, I will instruct my lawyers to sue you for libel. It's very decent. Got it. From Nix for ten dollars, they say. So, if your country recognizes adulthood at twenty-one, how can you say that a child is capable of making the very adult decision to have a sexual relationship with anyone, much less an adult? But you see, in Malaysia, is a is a bit unique. Uh, I I think this is also practiced in other countries anyway. But uh, I am speaking in the context of Malaysia. So, if let's say if someone who is uh, twelve years old, uh, they for some reason he or she wants to get married. Uh, they will need to petition the courts and the court here will uh, hear the case and um, listen to it and decide whether they are suited for marriage if the court says that they are not allowed to be married due to other reasons you know even though if they may have reached puberty at 12 years old then it will not continue it's very decent. got it from okay so that's in the super chats ladies and gentlemen if you have any more go ahead and send them in uh from envix they ask they didn't allow adult women to consent. Why would they allow a nine-year-old to consent? As I've already said uh, earlier, I think I've already repeated this so many times. Okay, the 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 parents of Aisha did not object to the marriage; they consented. Okay, and the prophet waited until she reached puberty and uh, she went into his household. If Aisha wanted to reject this marriage, she could have said no. She could have been, you know, because she already reached puberty, she's considered to be an adult fit enough to make her own decisions got it matt lee for two dollars they say cringe and then another question from free your mind modern day debate question for t jump is it morally acceptable for ai pedo porn movie or a game 
Uh, pictures being generated that aren't of real people. I don't really care about. There's not immoral. No. Got it. Uh, from Yeshua to King for 199, they say Islam Q and A website proves the book to be authentic. I don't care what Q, Islam Q and A says, okay? Because uh, we don't have the translation of the Reliance of the Travel in my, even in my mother tongue here in Malaysia or in this region for that matter. And we have so many translations of other works uh, in, in, in my mother tongue. So it's not authoritative enough to be, if it's not authoritative enough to be considered for translation, then it's not, it's useless, right? Got it. From Ames McDougall, did Aisha's parents sell her off? The short answer is no. Okay. From Free Your Mind, uh, what's your take on the low birth crisis? Women working a factory and... Do you think we need women to give birth and men to father a family to keep the population going? No, who cares about the population? If the population goes down, oh well, it's not a bad thing. As long as we have AI to make up for the work, it doesn't matter if we have population or not. Can I answer that? Got it. Sure. Okay, so um, I believe in the uh, family unit. Okay, So I think I've already uh, said this so many times, even during past debates that um, Islam um, promotes the family unit and ensures that uh, you know the human race continues. Therefore, um, uh, it encourages marriages and um, yeah, so uh, continuance of the uh, line, okay, the biological line of humans. And you do it uh, while, you know, ensuring that the man uh, is as the leader of the family and the woman as the leader of the household. Yeah. Okay. From J Jacob Grosek, question for Muslim apologist. Of course, from a Muslim perspective, Aisha's marriage can be seen to be moral. But why should people who don't hold a Muslim morality accept this to be moral? Because uh, marriages at puberty was considered to be normal back then. Okay, so yeah, I mean the standard is uh, the standard for adulthood was puberty and the conditions of the time period. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's a combination of factors. You can't just simply accuse someone of being uh, a pedophile just because he or she got married at or consummated a marriage or sec have sexual relations when uh, when she was nine years old. How do you determine whether nine years old is uh, is uh, below uh, is is mentally incompetent or whatever it is that you know speak? <laughs> because it's before puberty that would be that's the answer that's how you that's how you do it <laughs> yeah, but i just said that aisha reached puberty when she was nine you just said that you know nine to twelve is all before puberty puberty is after 12. she was she reached her puberty she had a menses at night okay uh -huh. all right next question from es1002 for two euros i think aisha would couldn't have a baby due to fistula um i think i would think that this um i i wouldn't know about the medical condition of aisha she i mean no because um the prophet's wives after khatija never did you know have any child from the from the prophet okay so um but they had child, children from their previous marriages okay except for aisha of course as i mentioned that aisha was a virgin so of course not 
Um, but that being said, uh, I believe that this is with divine uh, ordinance that there is a reason why uh, you know uh, the prophet did not have any children after his marriage with Khatija. Okay. By the way, his marriage with Khatija, uh, he had about five or six children with her. Okay. With Aisha. Well, Aisha, none. Yeah, none. Oh, do you know anything about this fistula? Uh, it's a medical condition where skin fuses together. I don't know what it, what it is related to Aisha or how it would relate to Aisha. I'm, I'm just wondering, does she actually have something like that? No, not know. that I know of. There, there is, is that nothing mentioned in the Hadith? 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 No, okay. There's no Hadith that mentions this. Yeah. Strange. Um, from Bitter Truth, for $5, they say, Sahih Bukhari, uh, 5, 2, 3, 6. Aisha hasn't reached her puberty age while Muhammad intercoursed Aisha, Muslim, why are you lying? I would say that person is lying because we have all the records that say that she reached puberty when she was nine years old. And she had a menses when she was nine years old. Got it. Uh, next question from Mark for $5. They say, didn't answer the question. Just use the Old Testament, New Testament, and the Quran to back up the same documents. Uh, I don't understand what that means. I don't understand the question, sorry. Um, I don't remember Mark, but okay, let's move on. Uh, next question is from Learn Every Day, Seek Knowledge. Uh, youngest girls who get pregnant at what age? Health, you mean safely? I'm guessing. I mean, I know that I saw a report of one, like, I think five year old that got pregnant once, but. That was because she was being molested by her father. Anyways, uh, from Mark for $5, they say, uh, T-Jump, sometimes I don't agree with you, but here I'm on your side. That's right. I'm always correct. No, you're not. Got it. From Pro, Deba from pro Debates, uh, at what age do women go through puberty? Can he cite a source on this? I'm not sure who he, they're talking about. I can, I can, um, I have many sources actually on my website. I actually cited many sources where uh, women reach puberty faster in uh, in extreme climates. Like, for example, if you are in the Arctic or if you are in a desert or in the Sahara Desert, then you will reach puberty earlier than other people in the region, uh, in other regions. Okay, so um, I unfortunately I don't have the, the facts and figures here, but you can go to my website. Um, it's called Bismika Awahuma. Okay, it's B-I-S-M-I-K-A-A-L-L-A-H-U-M-A.org. And you can look up on that article on Aisha. I actually wrote an article on this 20 years ago. Okay, and um, I've, I've laid out the facts and figures about, about this marriage. Yeah. Wow. Um, from Oscar Davies. Uh, Muslim apologists, there's something called pastism. <laughs> so he's making fun of his, his presentism saying that if you judge something by the present you're using presentism you're judging something being to be okay by the past would be pastism and equally as fallacious never heard of pastism <laughs> it's a parody it's a parody of your argument um, from unknown or Yeshua the king is Muslim apologist, uh, Salafi. Yes. What does that word mean? Got it. I don't know. 
No, I'm asking uh, Muslim apologists. What is what does that mean? What is that word? No, it means that someone adheres to the Quran and the Sunnah and follow the uh, ways of the the Salaf, meaning the first three generations of of Muslims. Gotcha. All right. From uh, pro debates, they say if a child goes through puberty at six, would he be okay with someone back then having intercourse with them? Sorry, could you repeat that again? If a child goes through puberty at six or earlier, I would ask, would he be okay with someone back then having intercourse with them? Yes, of course. Why not? <laughs> back then. Okay, back then. The keyword here being back then. Okay. That doesn't make it any okay. better. It's it's equally as bad no matter what time frame you put it. I don't know why you keep saying back then as if it makes it less bad. Present. From Bitter Truth for $5, they say, I text Sahih Bukhari Hadith where Aisha said she hasn't reached puberty. Reference 5236 Muslim Waikit line. Then he needs to show the evidence. Okay, because uh, I've already answered this so many times. Okay, so <laughs> there's nothing else to add to it. Okay, if he just wants to deny it, I mean, what else can I say? Right. Got it. From saint benevolent is it moral to have sex slaves in 2023 uh, i guess it depends on on the situation uh, i guess today <laughs> we don't now so it's not a moral or immoral discussion okay there is some, i think this would be a separate topic entirely it's about slavery per se but we don't practice it so it's it's moot okay the question that the the, the 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 question is actually moot because we're not practicing it now so the answer is no, it is not moral. It would be immoral to have sex slaves at any time period. From Saint Bene from Saint Beloved is no, I'm sorry. I think I just read that. Uh from also oh, we got a super chat from ES one thousand and two for two euros. Hashtag keep men away from children. Yeah, he can go uh falafel himself. From also, also Lamo, uh, for Muslim apologist, how old was Aisha when Allah showed her to Muhammad in a dream? I guess six. <laughs> Got it. Uh, from Jack Nicholson for $5, they say, does Muslim apologist believe puberty defines adulthood? Does he know the pre the prefrontal cortex required for planning and executive function still develops into the twenties. Um, yeah, the first and to answer the first question, yes. To answer the second question, question, um, I would say that it depends on the, your your situation, your condition, because back then things were extreme. So obviously, the prefrontal cortex would develop faster. Okay, today we are living times, you know. Um, yeah, basically, I'm relaxing in front of my monitor. I mean, back then, do you think they would have time to do this? They would probably be working in the fields or going to war. Do you really think that they would have time to wait until they're, they're in the 20s for their prefrontal cortex to develop? Okay. Uh, super chat from Bitter Truth for $2. They say religion based upon lie. Muslim apologists just proved it. Uh, to that, I will answer, um, without lies, Islam thrives. Okay. 
from All Solomo for uh no, I'm sorry, I read that one. I think that is the whole list, ladies and gentlemen. I think we are at the end. Uh, we have a couple more minutes, so uh, if you do want to send your super chat in right now, it would be a great time to do so. Um, looks like something is. Yep, I got them all. So, uh, last words, thoughts before we wrap it up, guys. Yeah, I'll let good. you know. Nope, I'm good. All right. So, All right. so ladies and gentlemen, can I wrap it up? What about me? I'm sorry. Oh, can I wrap it up? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Yes, yes, please. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, I've already presented uh, several points uh, regarding Aisha's marriage. Um, although I may, you know, um, I hope that, uh, you know, Tijam, I hope you won't uh, take offense to what I say. I apologize in advance if I hurt your feelings or, you know, whatsoever. Okay, if we have, I know we're going to have serious disagreements over this, but basically, my position is that. Um, you know, uh, committing the fallacy of presentism, okay, does not, uh, you know, uh, make uh, the prophet's marriage to Aisha immoral, okay. So there is, uh, this has been practiced, uh, you know, uh, throughout the ages before the 20th century. Uh, it's all about survival of the fetus, okay, extending the progeny, okay, and the mortality rate also factors in. So this is something very normal back then. Of course, today we don't do this because we have so many reasons not to do this, okay. Because we have the problem of pedophilia and all these problems, right? These sexual crimes, this degenerates, right? So of course uh, we don't do this. But that being said, back then there's no such thing, so things were different back then. Yeah. So that is all I have to say. All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, double check to make sure we didn't get any more. Um, looks like not. Good. Okay. Oh, wait, no. Uh, from ES1002 for two euros to say, Menj, if you were in a war, would you take a kid as slave? Um, you're talking about present times, and no, of course not. <laughs> All right. And uh, from Yeshua King for 499, they said, You threw your Salafi scholars under the bus by rejecting the Islam QA. And they're ruling on the reliance of the traveler. Study more or stop lying. I don't bow down to scholars who uh, don't go against the uh, this, the Sunnah, right? So um, they're not uh, fallible. Okay, they do all due respect to Islam Q and A. Um, they may have differences of opinion, and that's up to them. But I don't agree with them. So if I don't agree with them, doesn't mean uh, I'm throwing them. I'm throwing all scholars under the bus, right? All right. Well, thank you so much, gentlemen, uh, for this spirited debate. Thank you to everybody in the live chat who sent in questions and super chats and elevated the conversation. We really appreciate it. Uh, thank you again to the moderators and everybody who uh, helped to keep the, everything under control. Uh, and once again, thank you to the debaters who are the lifeblood of the show. So share it if you want to spread it. Like it if you loved it and subscribe. We have many more debates coming your way you don't want to miss. Our guests are linked in the description below. There's an after show linked there as well. That'll be on my channel soon. Uh, thank you again, everybody. Have a great night. And remember to keep sifting out the reasonable from the unreasonable. Have a great night. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.